0: hey and welcome to the podcasters cut i am joey and with me as always is the incredible george
1: what up what up what
0: up and today we're going to talk about some movies
1: back from that and beautiful beautiful intro today we're gonna be talking about a few different valentine's day movies Mm because it is that special time of year where you snuggle up cuddle up and if you got a fireplace turn that sucker on and get warm
0: i think this is a good podcast like good podcast idea for like movies that you you wanna you know watch like as a date since you're inside this would be like a Mm -hmm. good rental movie you know you you know buy some popcorn or whatever maybe may go back to those olden days of like block blockbuster you know you get twizzlers and stuff like that and then you just go on prime and choose Choose a movie yeah no you know
1: what's really funny actually that you brought it up i hadn't considered this when Uh i was watching these movies but it is cheaper than ever to go on a date right now. Oh yeah. With how many streaming services like for example, like we're gonna talk about Definitely Maybe today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's on Peacock. And I watched it on Peacock. Oh. And Peacock is free with commercials. Honestly, I can't for the life of me remember if there was commercials during that movie. Oh. So you could have a date night, watch Definitely Maybe, and you will still have a free movie. All you're paying for is like some
0: snackies here and there. Yeah, you know what's funny? I did that with uh like when you I watch a free YouTube movie, uh-huh. like because they have those, mm-hmm. they'll throw in commercials there. But it's like thirty seconds, and it's good because it's like it's one of the like maybe like a scene just ended, and you kind of want to just talk about it. It's like oh blah blah blah, and then and then before you know it, the movie's back on.
1: That's a really good point, actually. Like it does allow for like those old school intermissions where it would cut in the middle of the movie. You'd have like two five minutes to go to the bathroom and talk about it. Mm-hmm. Like commercials actually, especially on. On streaming services they're not as bad as they are on freaking tv Cause yeah like tv you're waiting through like four minutes with the commercials yeah for, for like two scenes <laughs> two scenes and then you're like crap i gotta keep waiting on this <laughs> damn yeah but so I watch this point. Febreze
0: commercial again. <laughs> <laughs> it's god the dammit. same one from before. <laughs> Why have I watched this five times today already? I, I don't need to be reminded when Reno 9, oh no when nine one one comes back on.
1: Yo, but if you're not on nine one one Lone Star, you should get watched Oh my
0: god, it's a good movie
1: show. No, Eventually, when we end up doing a TV show podcast, I'll end up making. <laughs> Yeah, whenever we do that podcast for TV shows, if we ever do one, I'll make you watch
0: 911 Lone Star. Yeah, cause it's right a good show. No, 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 it ain't <laughs> never going to happen. Anyways, well, we're not talking here to talk about TV. We're going to talk about some movies. And George was telling me he's got some movie news. I got some, uh, the, uh, what, the Super Bowl aired a couple of weeks ago or a couple days ago now. So yep. we watched a couple of trailers. I watched a couple of trailers. I got some stuff I want to say too, but I'll let you go first. I mean,
1: we can just go ahead and start with the trailer and talk about the trailer that I want to talk about is old. Okay. And how happy I am that M. Night Shyamalan is finally making what looks like good movies again, (laughs) you know, after he (laughs) came Hey man, uh, I like the other one, Glass. Yeah, no, of course. That's what I'm saying. Like after he came out with Split. Split. He just got on this roll. Not even, like, you really enjoyed The Village. I mean, not The Village. The um, I did enjoy The Village. but The, the Visit. Uh, the Visit, yeah. yeah. He, he has a thing for Vs, apparently. I don't <laughs> know what that means. But I think ever since he came back with The Visit, he yeah. started to make really good movies. Again, like, maybe his stories are better. Maybe he's just, like, taking a break had helped him, like, reinvent what he wanted to do on screen. Because he really lost it there for a while. A lot of those movies weren't that great.
0: I don't know, man. There's a couple of things about the, that movie that kind of make me think, like, I don't know, man. You're, you're getting out of your comfort zone again, mm. which is because uh, this is gonna be the second movie that's not filmed in Pennsylvania since the last oh, Airbender. Oh, That's right. And it's the second movie also that he he films on a I think like a eighty-eight millimeter or seventy millimeter. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's and the is second, it's the second movie, and the se- the first movie he did was the last Airbender.
1: You mean seventy millimeter film or like a yeah. lens? I think lens. Oh, okay. So, damn, he's shooting the whole movie in in one lens.
0: I think so. That's rough. So, something like that. That's kind of hard. I am to look surprised. it up. But I remember I read something that were like it has a lot of has a lot of similarities to um to the air to the. The dud that he had, which was... uh, The Last Airbender. The Last Airbender. I was yeah. Going. I was like, it's not called Avatar. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is. I think it's called Avatar, Last Airbender. But it's just... What well, we should all collectively call it is shit.
0: Trash. <laughs>
1: Trash. Yeah, dude.
0: So, I mean, I don't know. I mean... It, it seems like a really
1: cool idea. The idea of, like, quickly aging super fast in a moment's time. hmm on a beach. 35 and 35
0: millimeter uh, film stock. Oh, okay. So he's filming in 35 millimeter film stock. Yeah. That's dope. Okay. That's cool. I, I was like, damn, that would be crazy. And there's a sec- uh, there's a third thing that like it has in common with The Last Airbender. Oh, what is it? It's also his second time uh, doing an adaptation. Oh, snap. I didn't know. Is this a book? It's a comic book. Oh, really? Yeah. Whoa, I've never even heard of this comic book. That's crazy. It was a comic book. I just had it in front of me. It was a French graphic novel called Sandcastle.
1: Oh, no wonder I never watched it. I never read it. But I like the idea. The premise is dope. Obviously, if it comes from a comic book, it makes sense as to why it looks good. Mm -hmm. I am worried about how this will come across. Like, how weird are we getting? Because at one point in the trailer, someone looks like they're pregnant. And I'm just like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. I like the idea that there's two different families and it's just not happening to one family. So that there's a little bit of like, are you doing this? Am I doing this? What's going on? What did yeah. you do? There's a bit of a mystery to it. I don't want to see anything else of this movie, though. I want to go in just with this trailer that I yeah. watched once and then never think about it again.
0: When you first saw the trailer, who did you think the main actor was? Like, I, just I, by looking at him, okay. who did you think it was? All right. Well, I'm about... <laughs> I have this thing where I think I Don't know. Don't get too racist, Jared. I, no, <laughs> I think I know
1: who they are, like, an actor looks like, but no one ever agrees with me. Okay.
0: And if I remember correctly, his face kind of reminded me of Rob Lowe, but I'm probably Rob wrong. Rob Lowe? Oh, that's a good one. I thought John Stamos. Oh, he does look like John Stamos. That hairstyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't. It was Gael Garcia Marquez. What? It was?
1: Yeah. Damn, it didn't even
0: look like him. I know. Uh, Wendy pointed it out to me. She was oh, like. Of course. She loves she was that like, dude. How come you didn't tell me Gael Garcia came out in that movie? I'm like, I didn't know. And yeah. she was <laughs> like, yeah, he's, he's the guy. He's the main guy. I'm like. <laughs> he's the dude. <laughs> I'm like, he is? He's like, it's his face. That's the first face you see. I'm like. I thought that was John Stamos. <laughs> <laughs> like, I
1: th- I'm over here thinking, like, congratulations, John Stamos, you got a movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was
0: like, oh, that's nice. And
1: then uh, for you, you were like,
0: hey, you got out of Lone Star. Like, <laughs> I was like, hey,
1: I still love you on Lone Star. You better not leave that show. I'm telling you, that show was decent. It's not a bad show. Anyways, um, but yeah, I think the movie's gonna be dope. Yeah, I know. him Night Shyamalan has like a, a terrible track record when it comes to some t- when it comes to movies. It's either think- a hit.
0: Yeah. Or miss? I think it's a fifty fifty. Like he splits people fifty fifty, which is a good <gasps> thing <Split>? sometimes. <gasps> <laughs> uh, you can ah. we we have confirmed it on the podcast. This movie falls into the same universe as Unbreakable. Supposedly, it's supposed to. I knew it. I had a feeling. Supposedly, but it's a, it's and it's an adapted one, so I don't see how it right like, could be possible. But uh, I don't know.
1: Someone has a power to age people. I've been saying it's like in My Hero Academia.
0: <gasps> Ooh. Anyways, no. So um, another thing about this movie. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, man. I just, oh, no. I guess you, it doesn't you matter. threw me out. Yeah, I guess it was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> so my mom always says, it's like, oh, you forgot? Then must have been a lie. I'm like, what? what? That, just makes, <laughs> <laughs> that just means I have Alzheimer's. <laughs> <laughs> no, mama, no. But
1: um, as for, like, other movie news, I didn't really watch any other trailers that I can think of. I know there was trailers Ooh. in the Super Bowl, like, for Winter Soldier and stuff like that.
0: Did you watch the trailer for Happily? Ooh, uh, I, I don't think Joel, so. Joel McHale movie? oh what no yeah it looks good does it okay it's about so there's this couple who's like super like you know um happy and or like they have sex all the time Uh people are like whoa you guys are like still in love or something like it's something Mm -hmm. like along the lines of that and then this guy shows up he's like hey uh so just so you guys are like you guys are getting have to take this like needle or you guys have to take this potion Mm -hmm. and you guys will become normal and you guys will live happily after that what and you guys have to go to this like course or whatever and they're like what the fuck and then Joel McHale's like kind of wrestling with the idea of that uh huh and and then uh, he looks back and then the wife kills the guy what with the briefcase yeah and then uh what the hell then then they take a couples trip with some friends uh-huh who may not actually be friends at all what the heck this movie sounds weird like it's can- a weird movie dude uh-huh even by the trailer i really can't tell entirely what's what the whole plot is or what what's going on okay like i just know that they murdered someone and they're nervous about people finding out uh-huh and then it turns into something else it kind of just spirals from there Dude, this sounds tripped out. I know what was the name of this? Happily.
1: Happily. I've been thinking about that, too. I've been wanting. I've been trying to come up with a way to do this podcast where it's like the best what the F moments in movies. Mm. So like obvious, like obvious ones would be like uh, Fight Club or what's the movie we talked about. Usual Suspects, Mm -hmm. like where those kinds of things have a crazy tripped out ending. Um, Like one of my favorites is Identity. I haven't watched it since it came out in theaters. But that movie tripped me out when I got to the end because I didn't see it coming.
0: Identity, which is that one.
1: Um, it has John Cusack and like a few other actors. Not a lot of them are really famous. Um, it's kind of like a horror-ish movie. Yeah. Um, but like no real blood or gore or anything like that. Mm. It's just more like a mystery of who done it. It's kind of like Knives Out actually. Um, but more of like in the moment everything's going on and they have yeah. to figure it out. It's a really good movie if from what I remember. Who knows? It might be like one of those movies that I told you to watch and they were bad. Yeah. But like, the
0: Sixth Sense, that was a pretty good one. But yeah, of course, but like that. Unfortunately, like that. that one's been like ruined. I think like a lot of those movies. Yeah. Like, like all the ones you mentioned. Like I've been like, yeah, I guess it was like the first time I watched it, and then I mean, now yeah. that I've you know seen them a couple times, or like, mm-hmm. or or worse, like if you've heard of it already, yeah, and someone's ruined it for you, right? Like we do in this podcast. Yeah, like, <laughs> <woo-hoo, snap. laughs>
1: so many angry emails all the no, time.
0: No, no. no, but like. Stuff like that, I'm like, you know what? It's kind of hard to watch those movies right. like a, se- a second time.
1: Yeah, I mean, it is tough, especially with like with movies that are twist driven. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But I think a lot of them usually have a really good story to tell that it works. Like in today's podcast, we're going to be talking about romance movies, mm-hmm. well, just two in particular. But I'm sure we're going to like branch out and talk about some of our other favorites. Yeah. But it's kind of how, in in itself, the twist movies are a genre yeah. you know and it depends on how they are produced how they are created like in what setting they're put in and if they're put in space or if they're put in old, olden times like yeah. in the village um there's a bunch of like sm- smart ways you can do it and it just depends yeah so, I don't know. I was thinking about that, like, twist movies as a podcast idea. None of this is probably useful to have in the podcast. But <laughs> if you guys out there are interested in this idea, shoot us some shoot us some messages, man. You guys, a lot of you that listen are, have our direct phone numbers. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know what movies you would want to see if we did a twist
0: movie. So, there's another thing we're really excited. That's movie news. The Golden Globe nominees came out. And mm-hmm. I'm actually really excited to see a lot of these. I wrote down, like, 18 movies, by the way. Okay. And out of the 18, I'm going to tell you the five that I'm most excited about. That you like,
1: haven't uh, watched or that you have. Oh, that or. I haven't watched. Okay.
0: Okay. The Father, number one.
1: Which one's that one? Because I know the one I've seen with it.
0: Anthony Hopkins. Oh, right, right, right. A okay. Minari. That's I don't remember this one. Steven Yeun, one. It's, a, hmm. it's a, a different language one. Oh, okay. Promising Young Woman. Of course. And Nomadland. Land.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And mm-hmm. this is where I'm like, ah, I don't know which one I really want to watch. Okay. So I'm between Sound of Metal.
1: Right. Which got nominated?
0: Yeah, which also got nominated. Or the actor
1: got nominated too, right? I'm pretty sure it's. No, I think it's, just, med- I
0: think it's just the, the actor.
1: Oh yeah. One, oh, he was just nominated for actor. Yeah. Okay.
0: And music. I kind of want to watch music.
1: Which one's music?
0: It's a movie directed by Sia.
1: Wait, what?
0: Yeah, that's so gonna that's be tripped like, out. It's like uh, I don't know. I w- I don't want to say it's gonna be like I want to see how bad it is or like how because I'll let you know right now it doesn't uh-huh. have a good rating. Oh, okay, wow. But it got nominated. <laughs> see what I mean? Yeah, like there's a lot of movies like that where and it, and C is kind of like this kind of w- not I want to say weird mm-hmm. but kind of like out there personality kind of person. Right. So I can see where she her artistic kind of view might, like, go, whoa. What I mean, her music
1: videos, if she has any inclination, like, if she has any creative control over her music videos, yeah. and this movie is anything like that, then this movie will be tripped out and pretty damn cool. Like, the symbolism should be cool. Yeah. Um. I, I don't know. I've never actually heard of that movie, but that sounds exciting. When it comes to the Golden Globes, I, I think this is something we should throw out there. Yes, we know that these award shows are, like, extremely biased sometimes and that they can be... Like, to put it extremely bluntly, like, very Mm anti-POC. And I know that already with the release of these Golden Globes, a lot of people are already up in arms about it. Um, And that's something that we should bring attention to, and I think that's messed up. But I am glad to see that Regina King got nominated for Best Director for One Night in Miami, which we are going to be watching for next week. I'm extremely excited to watch this movie, and I'm excited to see how Regina... King actually does directing this movie because I think it'll
0: be great there's also another movie that, that's on there that uh, La Llorona oh yeah I saw I that I kind of want to see that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's nominated for foreign film I saw yeah, that yeah, yeah. which is interesting because if it is a horror movie damn that's and the first time I think a horror movie had been nominated so out of all the movies that that were listed on there like I looked at all the even all the nominations and uh-huh. what, what the movie attached to it was Right. so I, lo- I wrote them all down mm-hmm. and out of all of them we've watched one two three four Eight eight of those movies. Yeah, that's what I was looking at. I was like, oh, we've actually watched quite a lot of them. And both me and you have watched... Like, so between me and you, we've watched eight. Mm-hmm. But each one of us have only watched seven. So which one do you think you've watched that I haven't watched?
1: Oh, dang. Um, I don't know. That's really tough. I didn't to think about the movies that we have watched.
0: I'm trying to cheat and look at d- stuff, d- but honestly,
1: I can't even d- begin to guess. D- d- d-
0: d- d- uh, is d- it the d- Hamilton movie? D- d- mm-hmm. You watched the Hamilton movie? Yeah, I watched it twice. Never mind. There's nine movies. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the Hamilton movie twice. We actually yeah. talked about it on this podcast. Did we? Yeah. Okay. I'm just on the rocks. Oh, that's right. You never watched it. I have not watched. Yeah. And thank God for the driving. So I haven't told you about this, but I watched The Little Things. The little things, the HBO Max movie that just came out, right? Is it good? We'll talk about it later. Okay, but not on here. But anyways, guys, I'm really I'm a big Golden Globe guys. Golden like nomination stuff, like like these kinds of uh, nominations. Golden Globes not so much because it's kind of the. It's, it's based on the press it's not necessarily based on the people involved like the academy yeah. the academy awards are a little bit different cuz it's people who actually work on these movies and they look at you know i've been in, i'm in the business and i think these movies are you know some of the top stuff and it's people who wa- who watch movies for a living too right right of course so cuz yeah the golden globes is based upon like everyone literally thanks like the, in, the oscars they like the i think the
1: academy and they thank you they thank the foreign press which is yeah. a big thing
0: so um so I don't know, the Golden Globes, they're kind of a big deal because like, it's based on critique and it's people who, mm-hmm. who have a kind of niche in like, oh, like, I don't think Sia would have gotten a nomination on anything else. like No, probably because, not. But because they look at this artistic view of it. Yes. you can, This is where, you know, you might, like Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Oh, or okay. Or the U.S. versus Billie Holiday. Mm-hmm. Those movies, I don't think... Would have gotten that much recognition if it weren't for the Golden Globes. But this is their part, like Minari. That's a uh, foreign film, the Steven Yeun movie. Okay. Also, not that many people noticed it. But I think these kind of foreign press things, they kind of put shine a little light to it right so, so we can be so people can kind of see them and stuff like that i mean to put it that's how real, i view it but. to
1: put it in a real perspective like riz ahmed the guy who the main actor of sound of metal gets nominated for this movie and like that's something you probably wouldn't see in the oscars like yeah. if he gets nominated for it awesome cool i haven't watched the movie i want to we probably are for the podcast but i don't think that's something that you see in the golden Glo- you see in the academy awards versus the golden globes and, then, yeah. and i think that's very interesting and i i appreciate it because like golden globes can be extremely long and sometimes very boring to watch mm-hmm. but i like that they do like they split it into categories of like drama and like comedy yeah. slash musical as well as like everything with the shows they do yeah like, they do tv also yeah so that's that, kind of like both movie and tv yeah and uh, they've they, they i feel like when they their categories are done well like they're they're succinct and done in a way, we like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I'm really excited to watch some Golden Globe movies and Oscar movies right now. But, currently, we're going to be talking about some romance movies.
0: Oh, yeah. Going back to that whole uh, category you were talking about. Wait, did you mention the thing you were going to mention?
1: Oh, no, I didn't. Uh, uh, we talked about it in the last podcast. I just want to get it out in front of it. Yeah, I'm totally not going to be able to finish uh, kidding. I watched sure. one episode and it was fantastic but given the state of my life right now yeah. and danielle's life i don't think we can watch like some sad stuff so it's very real freaking fantastic show though jim carrey in that first episode <laughs> kills it i love it i think my show time going to run out before i can finish it which really does make me sad so <laughs> there you go joey and Graal win that bet that i won't be able to finish it i also did try the chai or what is it the Chi? As in... Because Selena messaged me and was all like, It's not the chai. It's the chi. As in Chicago. And I was like, "Ah, I don't know. I have no idea. Chi. Chi. Wouldn't it be chi? Chi? I don't know. Selena never wants to be on the podcast. So she'll never correct us all. I guess not. If you want to correct us, Selena, I'm talking directly to you right now. (laughs) Screw the other 19 listeners of this podcast for this second. Come on the podcast. I'm sure everybody would love to hear your opinions on how wrong me and Joey can pronounce things. Bring the
0: laundry list of like things that we got wrong of complaints yeah
1: and we'll just we'll make a segment of you just complaining yeah. to us about everything but I did have a few questions about romance movies which, yeah uh, specifically I, I'm talking to you Joey but everybody else is listening like maybe you should really think about this how clear cut of a line do you think there is between a romance movie and a rom-com
0: romance movie and a rom-com yeah the amount of laughs the amount of laughs
1: because yeah, I was thinking about that when we were watching. Definitely, maybe, and and uh, what was the other one? The, the ultimate playlist nice. is It's Such so, a hard title.
0: So this is another thing about romance. A romance movie has the option to not have the couple end up together at the end.
1: Oh, okay. So like five hundred days of summer,
0: or yeah, Casablanca. Mm-hmm. Another one. Right. Uh, the romance movies are. It's literally about how they fell in love. And what the outcome is. La La Land is also another. It's also a mu- It's mainly a musical. But, but it is a romance movie. It's a ma- A mu- A musical romance. Let's I mean, honestly,
1: way. if we think about it, La La Land is like an extremely romance movie because it's a romance with a person. It's mm-hmm. a romance with the music and a romance with fame. Mm-hmm. And I can't stretch to make another romance out of that movie, but I'm sure you possibly can. <laughs> uh, but no, like I think that's a really good distinction because, like, definitely maybe, is it a rom com or is it a romance movie?
0: because
1: the movie had me cracking up because obviously of the political jokes that I find hilarious. Yeah. But I don't think it's an intentional thing.
0: No, I mean, you you can have a romance movie with like some comedy sprinkled in. Right. And depending on how good... See, that's the thing about this movie where Mm -hmm. uh, I was kind of like... So, to answer your question, I think it falls in more into the romance category. Okay. Because... it's not a s the the couple that you want to stay together uh, stays together. Mm-hmm. And um but it's not it's not it's it's not rom commy into the sense where it's all like like mm-hmm. one guy has to you know <laughs> has to uh, just inherited a horse farm. Right. How will he get through it? And then like there's like oh hi, I'm the har- horse keeper and You know, blah, 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 blah. blah. And he's like, whoa, uh, Rob Schneider gets into a (laughs) lot of mess and he falls into like a, I don't know, pile of manure or something. But (laughs) that's what I expect from a rom com. Right. Like the typical. But but like a romance movie, there's some death to it. Okay. So that's why I think that this movie. That's a
1: really good way of putting it. I like that that there's some death to it. Either death to the relationship, death to a person in some cases. Yeah. Or and I think there's like some sort of tragic tragedy loss in the actual movie. And we're movie. saying depth, not death. Oh, I'm I saying th- death. Oh, you're saying death? I thought you said death. I said depth. Okay. Well, I mean, there is depth in that movie as well. <laughs> but like I think that's I was like, what? I think that but I think that guys mis- in
0: this movie
1: <laughs> Well, I mean, and definitely maybe me- no one, I didn't think of anybody that dies. But in The Ultimate Planets of Noise, oh, some people die in this movie. But...
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do want, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. I do want to... I do think that, like, like death in the sense of tragedy of, like, either romance being lost, like you said, like, romance movies don't have to necessarily have a happy ending, mm-hmm. but they have an ending which may be realistic. And maybe mm-hmm. that's the thing, is that also that romance movies are realistic at the end of the day and there's not those, like, cliches, as you were saying, like, following into manure. Yeah. And that was something that I think I found very interesting about those, both of these movies is, in a way, they definitely maybe doesn't do it as much, but Ultimate Playlist of Noise does this thing where it doesn't go into the cliches of romance movies or rom-coms, and it kind of makes a more unique story out of it. Yeah, And it doesn't necessarily give you the reconciliation or the inevitable downfall that characters fall into in romance movies.
0: Yeah, so like for me definitely maybe. So I was watching it, right? Mm-hmm. And I've watched it a million times.
1: This movie by the way is 12, 13 years old. Came out in 2008, so. It's um, on Peacock for free.
0: Like yeah. watch it. So, for me this movie, I've watched it. So when you so so people know what goes on behind the scenes, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> give you a little universal tour, you know, uh, podcaster's cut version. We were trying to decide what ro- romance movies and I picked The Ultimate Playlist of Noise mainly because it's a, it's a Hulu movie doesn't really get that recon- doesn't get that much probably doesn't get that much recognition and also I kind of wanted to watch it. Yeah, no, of course. <laughs> and then George picked definitely maybe cuz he thought that's the one that kind of like you you thought of like well, as far as romance movies you're like that's that'll, that'll seem more entertaining to you yes because you thought of entertainment value rather than like the way I thought I was like i just want to watch
1: something new right I, and i think i chose definitely maybe because for for a long time and it's still arguable in my own mind that like this is arguably my favorite kind of romance movie mm-hmm. although i have a bunch like about time which i talked we talked about in the time episode and that one i think is a fantastic romance movie mm-hmm. But I wanted to choose something that I think was out of the path that people probably didn't watch. Like, this is Ryan Reynolds when no one gave a crap about Ryan yeah. Reynolds.
0: And, and so, anyways, yeah, this is, like, right after uh, X-Men Origins. I, w- I wasn't sure about that. I didn't want to say I think, or right right before Either before or after, right after. Hmm. One of those two. That but makes sense. Because it came out around the same time. Because we were in high school. Oh, that makes
1: sense. That yeah. Actually, you're
0: right. Yeah, it does make sense. Uh, anyways, uh, so I've seen this movie a lot of times because my mom watches the same uh, – for the people that know me, uh, might know my mom. Uh, she has in her library of movies five movies: The Proposal, definitely, maybe Pretty Woman, and like maybe like two, the Made in Manhattan, and yeah, like for sure. <laughs> and Everyone, like.
2: Every, every pretty, mother has sure that
0: movie. E- I'm pretty sure everybody. I just named off at least one of the movies that your mom has watched, right? <laughs> like all those people listening to me right now, they're like, "Yep, my mom's wa- my mom loves that movie." <laughs> like. My mom loves this movie. Well, quote unquote, loves. I think right now her favorite's The Proposal. I think that's a lot of people's favorites. A lot yeah. of mom's favorites. And this is a total mom, like, romance movie. And that's, there's nothing wrong with it. Because mm-hmm. when I first watched it, it's very subversive. Okay. In the way where you're like, you're thinking, oh, it's going to be this person. Oh, it's going to be this person. And they kind of just keep turning the wheel on you, kind of, or like, kind of making you look that way look this way and then kind of get immersed in like oh it's like okay so he really loves this lady so it can't be this person and it has to be this person like you're kind of the you're as the audience you're Abigail Breslin mm-hmm. right and at the end of it you're just like oh it's got to be this person you know or you're you're like okay it's going to be one of these two or and um you know at the end of it you're thinking you're so worried about who the mom is like, just like how I met your mother, mm-hmm. which was on the second season when it, this came yeah. out um, or third. I do not remember. Anyways, you're so sub- it's subversive in the sense where it's like, you think it's about the mom, but it's actually about how he, lo- he's like, Oh, there was a happy ending and it's you. So no matter who the mom is, you don't really care at this point. Right. So it's, it's like you, and at this end, at the very end of it, you're like, I got, I just got to know who it is. Like, I don't even care who it is. Mm-hmm. I, I just want to know who it is. And I think that this movie did that very well. It's very, it's a versus, but in a very really low, not a low form. I don't want to g- knock it for that. Mm-hmm. But it's just kind of like, you're kind of, you're they're giving you the switch around for like a cute, oh, Oh, okay. You know? I, like, fa- I mean, I guess that's fair. I mean, I I see it that way. Like uh, whenever I see this movie, I'm like, "Oh, that's kind of cute."
1: Which is interesting because I know for a fact that when we were younger, you used to say this movie was freaking fantastic.
0: I didn't say freaking fantastic, but yeah, I'm pretty I sure mean, I said quote like, sh- no am okay. no gonna pull up the the audio. Yeah, go ahead, man. Because I know I didn't say that.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm gonna steal the freaking fantastic you just said, and no, then say okay.
0: <laughs> and then add it to. The title I of do. Movie. I do say that this movie is good. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't not like it. I think this movie is good because I remember the first time I was like, "Dude, I didn't know who it was and yeah. come by surprise." Right. So I thought it was good. But I've watched it. I think I want to say at least ten times. Damn, that sucks. And that's. I want to say that's five more times than I actually wanted to.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: I mean, I've only like this time watching it. I think might have
1: been my second time, maybe third.
0: Really, only the second time. Mm-hmm. See, you've you've watched it way less than than and I have, and I
1: think that might be the reason why I actually do really enjoy this movie because yeah. it, to me, you mentioned earlier that like How I Met Your Mother had already been on for like a year or two, probably. Yeah, and this movie is totally how I, How I Met Your Mother. Like, if you've seen How I Met Your Mother, then this movie is gonna sound very similar. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds does a freaking narration <laughs> to his child about how he met her, how he met yeah. his mother, like. It's very upfront. Nothing's like gonna yeah. gonna be a surprise, really. I think even the ending you can kind of yeah. guess. I think I guessed at it right from the beginning like in the middle of the movie really? when I watched it the first time.
0: Except this time, the narrator they switched. It's not the uh, what's his name, right? From who's the narrator? Oh, Bob from? Sagan? It's not Bob Saget. No, it's John it's Stamos. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I do think that <laughs> I do think that the movie for when it came out, it was a unique story. I think now it's kind of a played out idea and especially when we got like nine seasons of how i met your mother a lot of people probably are like over the idea so if you watch it now like keep in mind of the time period of when this was made like this was a time when there wasn't this kind of a story and when it came to romance movies they were all super cheesy not very smart and eloquent Mm. or or were very far and few in between and this kind of like teeters on the edge of being a rom-com and being a romance movie
0: yeah and then you mentioned something good where like the laughs were good laughs are on point. Yes. So if you're watching this movie, you get a good laugh or two. I I probably more than that. I mean for more, for more people more than me cuz I got a one or two where I'm like oh I forgot about that. Yeah. Um but like I remember watching this movie and, and thinking like oh I remember watching a, uh, like laughing a lot more. And I right now when you mentioned I'm like you know what that's true this, this movie does kind of teeter on that rom com mm-hmm. kind of thing. So I was like you know what the uh this movie's not that that bad like after i started watching i was like you know what it's not that bad
1: there there are granted like i said i've watched it two or three times i don't know how much some of these other movies i've watched like way more times than this yeah but there was some things that i noticed in this that i thought made the movie feel that much better and much more stronger um this is stuff that i don't think most people would notice if they're not paying attention to small details but for example like the first relationship is extremely Uh, superficial and kind of like your basic childhood um, relationship where like you're like oh you're so in love you think you're in love you think you're happy you think you have everything figured out and then bam a truck hits you no not really but like you have this idea of awakening that like this isn't really what I want in my life and what's great about this movie is that it came from the uh, not the main character that the main character was going to commit to this relationship despite being like told over and over that this isn't what he wants yeah he still tries to be that guy that he always wanted to be. He had that quote unquote plan. Yeah. And then the second relationship is more about fun and expressing who you are at the time and being more real with the person you have and like trying to be driven in your goals. And the person who you're with is also driven in your goals. And then finally we go with the last, the third relationship, which is the most real of the three where that person is your best friend. And that's the person who you will hang out with the rest of the day. Like, that's the person you enjoy the person's company and that you look across the desk and you look into their eyes <laughs> and you say, I won't be in a relationship with you, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, that's a joke. Um, <laughs> but oh, I, the, I know I'm sorry, bro. but I do think that that's like something that's very unique in the story and that uh, the director slash writer of this movie, who is the same person, did really well. You know, like he clearly understood relationships. I don't know if he pulled from his own ideas, but like it worked well. And even to a deeper extent, which is the stuff that I was going to mention that isn't as noticeable, is that when you start uh, – ta- when, when he first meets uh, Isla Fisher's character for the first time, mm-hmm. she's smoking a specific brand of cigarettes. Okay. And then when they flash forward, he is now smoking that exact same brand of cigarettes. And it's kind of like showing you that like their friendship has grown and he's taking things from her. You don't see that with other parts of his other relationships. Like he doesn't gain anything from them. He doesn't gain either personalities or gain any sort of um, what was the word I'm trying to look for? Like habits from those people. And it goes further when she goes and gives him beer after uh, Clinton wins the primary. Yeah. She hands him, I think it was, like, some random beer that I can't think of right now. But she's drinking a Corona. Mm. And then when they flash forward, he's drinking Coronas. And it looks like that's all he drinks because it's in his fridge, I believe. Or not. If not, he orders them. So, it's, like, again, showing this, like, attachment to this character. Yeah. And even though, like, it seems like he does oblivious and doesn't really think that he can be with her. Mm -hmm. Like, he still really enjoys her. So, that moment when you finally do hear it from him, even though he's drunk. Yeah that he is in love with her, that you can kind of believe it in that sense. There's a few little other things that kind of happens, but like, those are the two ones that I really hit me. And I was like, oh wow, that's like an actual thing that happens in relationships.
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean, lots of good points. I mean, I think I, I, for me, I think this movie was just kind of, uh, maybe like I didn't see it that, that introspectively, right? No, of because course. of uh,
1: the, the ten f- times of watching it. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I don't I'm blame like, you.
0: I, I would I would be in the same boat if I had watched it that many times. But yeah, when George mentioned, I was like, oh man, I'm gonna have to watch it. Definitely, maybe. For the t- <laughs> I don't. I want to say the tenth time, but I'm pretty sure it's been maybe either one less or one more. I mean, I, if we're being extremely honest, more likely
1: than not, you've watched it more times than this <laughs> because you watched bits and pieces over here and there on TV because it was on FX for forever.
0: Yeah, and it's funny because whenever it came on, I would watch it. I'd watch it all the way through. Mm. That I, I remember thinking like, oh, this is a good movie. I'll watch it. And there you go. See? I, I, I didn't say it was freaking fantastic. I didn't say it was freaking fantastic. He said it. He said it. I didn't go, like, oh, it's freaking fantastic. Hey, everybody, come on down. Like We're watching I'm, I'm for just Definitely saying. Maybe. <laughs> I remember the
1: conversation when I was like, hey, uh, so I watched a movie the other night. He goes, oh, what movie did you watch? Definitely Maybe. Oh, dude, it's freaking good, isn't it? Uh, you <laughs> yeah.
0: said freaking fantastic. I'm not freaking good. Well... I misspoke right now. You uh, said it's freaking fantastic. No. <laughs> <laughs> Catch you in the light, George. Catch in the light. No, I'm kidding. Um, but but yeah. Really. So, I mean, this is a good movie. Did you notice that the, the Twin Towers were there? and like? Yes. I saw the, that. Because it takes place in
1: the 90s. I was like, oh, that was pretty cool. The, did you know that the, it was, I mean, we know that the movie came out in 2008. Those were digitally put in. Yeah, I know. I was like, that's dope. Uh, they put the little attention to detail. It's always something that I think here on the podcasters cut. We really give a crap about.
0: Yeah, like I remember hearing like they were gonna get rid of the Home Alone scene, like where oh, he's on the yeah. Twin Towers. When well, we talked about that, like for a while, and then but they didn't, right? They kept it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's still there. We talked about it on the podcast. I wanted. To I think that's. It. I mean it's important to like keep those kind of things I there. think
1: I think it is like I understand that some people felt like they needed to take it out like for Spider-Man there was supposed to be a huge scene where he creates a web across the two towers yeah, and yeah. they took it out and I'm like damn I wish I had gotten to see that like yeah. I understand that we experienced a tragedy and I my heart goes out to all the people who were affected Yeah. but at the same time we should kind of also that's part of the legacy that we should be able to show and have that unique Attachment to. Yeah. I I, I understand both arguments of the story, but I think we should just keep them in. Plus, why are you going to edit somebody else's film? That's messed up. (laughs) Yeah. Overall, I I do enjoy this movie, and I think it hits the necessary requirements to be just a a romance movie, not a rom-com.
0: Okay. What do you you give it out of a 10?
1: Out of 10? um, This is a good movie, but I don't think it's as good as other romance movies, so I give it a 7.5. Maybe seven point seven, and that's still good. I still say I will argue that that is a good thing because I still enjoy this movie. When I explained it to Danielle, I was like, "Dude, this movie's dope."
0: I gave it a six point six. Okay, which is a pretty high score uh-huh. considering what kind of movie it is and watching it ten times. I'm going based on like the first time I saw it. Okay. Now this tenth time, not the eleventh or whatever time that I watch it, because I mean this is like like we were saying earlier. It's one of those movies where you watch, you go, "What the fuck." Mm -hmm. and then you but there's it's one of also one of those movies where like oh i already know what's coming you know what i mean yeah like like, you were able to like kind of pinpoint those moments that you just mentioned because uh you've watched you know the ending
1: yes of course like i'm not trying to figure out who who the mom is or who these people are like i already know the story i'm now able to watch it and enjoy the smaller details but let's put it into perspective if Abigail Breslin, what is she, like, 8, 10 in this movie?
0: Wow. Something like that.
1: If she figured out who her mom was from the story, then I'm pretty sure everyone from the mm-hmm. th- from this can figure it out. Although her detail is extremely good. Like, Also, I want to say, like, shout out to Abigail Breslin. She kills it in this role. Oh, yeah, she's, she's really good. She's dope. Like, for a, once again, we talk about this occasionally, child actress, amazing.
0: Yeah, you think so? I think she's great. You think she was better than Dakota Fanning at the time?
1: I think she was more fun to watch compared to the Dakota family. I, I, lo- I have a lot of problems with Dakota family, especially because I watched... Uh, her sister? No. Oh. Uh, what is the movie? End of the World? World I, no, not World's End. The movie? World, World at War. There we go. The World Tom Cruise World? movie.
0: War of the Worlds?
1: War of the Worlds. There we go. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> movies. You should kick me off this podcast. Uh, I, when I watched that movie, I found her. Hella annoying. And I just wanted her gone. Yeah. So that kind of always just stuck with me that I just didn't want to talk to this girl.
0: That happened to me with The Purge. The Mm. little boy. The little boy from The Purge.
1: I hated that kid. (laughs) This The podcast where we talk about the children we hate in
0: movies. No, but okay. So anyways, before this movie, I think she was in Science and Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah, like even in Science. like big movies. She was really good in it.
1: And, like, Little Miss Sunshine, she carries the movie in a lot of ways, you know? Like, mm. she's a pivotal b-
0: pivotal role in the movie. You know what was her last movie before? Uh, le- her latest movie? No, I have no idea. It's back in 2019, Zombieland Double Tap. Oh, damn. I had never actually got to watch that movie. Did you? No? No? Me neither. No, you know, no. We should
1: probably <laughs> try to watch it. This is a good movie. Eh, yeah, maybe. So... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean the movie overall is good. Yeah. I think it's worth a watch, especially with for for free on Peacock if you're not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Put on the movie. It's funny, especially if you haven't watched it. Like, there's a lot of good jokes, like about Bill Clinton and him and him getting women. And my joke is like, yeah, oh, he gets women, all right. <laughs> but moving on to a new movie, which is literally I,
0: think, I don't even know, like less than a month old. Joy, uh, maybe uh, it came out in le- yeah. Less than a month, January 15th, 2021. 20, T- the title, which is extremely difficult for me to remember The
1: Ultimate Playlist of Noise. It bothers me because there's already Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist, which, in my opinion, is a far superior movie. Okay. Um, I understand what they're going with this. I appreciate that they didn't kind of like regurgitate the same idea that Nick and Nora did. Mm hmm. Whereas in Nick and Nora, like, it's about music, but it's not really about music. And this one is not even really... You think it's about music, but it's more about
0: just sound, which is beautiful. Yeah, I never thought Nick and Nora was about music. I thought it was mainly about them finding that band. Right. Like, okay, they're yeah. going through New York City trying to find that band. Like, it's never re- they never really showcased the music part of it. No. Because, um, I mean, so it's not really a play infinite playlist. Yeah, it's, I, it's, it's so like- confusing. <laughs> Again, another confusing title. I just enjoy the movie more. Okay. Cat Dennys is the bomb oh yeah she's great um can i tell you why i really like this one sure i let's tell the listeners right now i'm not a hundred percent on board with this movie that's fine yeah i actually really liked it for for a couple of reasons Mm -hmm. Uh, again it doesn't get that big of a score for me like it's not gonna get that big of a score but i did notice some things where i noticed like Ooh, that was good or that was really good like Mm -hmm. little bits and pieces where i'm like you know this this has the potential whoever wrote or whoever directed or whoever was involved in this movie yes all those people have a potential that just i think is barely coming out in this movie i I looked up the director and writer and i think this is like the first big project it is mostly they had just done shorts both of them on
1: different stuff too which makes me wonder if they even knew each other
0: and this is like a really good start. Like if, yes. if I really want people to watch it, because like there's little things of it. So it starts off as a cookie cutter movie. Yeah, a hundred percent. Totally cookie cutter. Oh, meets girl for the first time, fell in love with her voice for the first time, and then boom, hits you with like a kind of like a weird turn, right? Yes. Where uh, because they start off with like oh, it's it's almost like that movie with uh, you may mention his name, John C- John Cusack, mm. and where he. He knows a lot of music. High what Fidelity. It? Was it High Fidelity? The record store one? It yeah. starts off a lot like that. Where great romance movie, too. Where uh. they're, like, making up, like, oh, like, he's, he's like, oh, I made up this playlist for, you know, when mm-hmm. you're searching up your ex. Yeah, uh, like, great details. A. Like, all these, like, different things. He's really good at music. And he mentions all these kinds of weird, cool bands that mm-hmm. I actually listen to. Animal Collective which is one of them. Mm-hmm. A really good band. Um so he it starts off that way, and then kind of like takes a darker turn, and then you and you go along with it. You know, it's kind yeah. you you think, oh, okay, it's like a story device. Like he, would, spoiler alert, it's in the trailer. He gets knocked in the head, and it triggers a seizure. That and it shows that he has tumors in his in his brain yeah. like on a on a part on on sides of on the sides of his brain and they can and it's benign and they can get rid of it but unfortunately he's gonna have to lose his hearing
1: which immediately in my head and i talked to Danielle about this i'm just like fuck that I don't, i'll just keep the tumors if they're benign like i don't want to they're give not up my sure hearing. right they're not sure i'm like do your tests tell me if they're benign because i ain't lo- i don't want to lose my hearing really yeah I, I wouldn't want to i mean if i had the option to like he probably did but the Movie kind of brushes over. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Out of the with
0: three it. things that you could lose, which is you know mute, deaf, or uh, blind, mm-hmm. I'd go with deaf every time. Really, out yeah. three out of the three of them. Well I, I yeah, because one n- and not you to guys, be insensitive to to the
1: yeah, no. to the people with disabilities.
0: I mean, if I it's just one of those like what if you know one of those what if questions. Yes, but I would choose deaf. I mean, it's not. It's I don't think. It, for me, personally, mm-hmm. I would lose out a lot in mm-hmm. it because, I mean, I get my own personal language, you know. Right. <laughs> I get a disability card, and I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, oh, it's not really that bad, you mm-hmm. know. <laughs> and, like, a lot of people who do, who are deaf live
1: very successful and without any doubt, like, yeah. any problems kinds
0: of life, you yeah. know, and it's relatively... It's, and, then, and then that's the thing, too. He makes it so dramatic right like, oh my god like i cannot and at that point i was kind of loose i was like oh my god dude like it's not you're that complaining and, and you're way complaining too much. you're complaining a little bit too much and that's where i was going with this it was like it's not i mean there's so much stuff you can still do you know right and for me i saw that as his and then then he comes up with this idea of like recording all kinds of noises and blah, blah blah denial he's in denial that he's gonna lose his hearing right Right? That's the first thing I thought. I'm like, this dude's mm-hmm. in denial. This I mean, yeah. it, and they then he meets the girl. And they go into this whole adventure. And they're recording different stuff. It's cute. Right. You know, you learn a little bit about the character. You kind of you kind of feel for him at times. And you're like, okay, this is good. It's a good romance movie. And then they mentioned something about his, they, like, early on in the film, they mentioned the scar on his back. Yes, yeah, so and how he, his brother was the one who saved, saved him. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he at the very end of the journey, he's gonna go Ooh, okay, listen well, to his. We're not gonna talk about that, right? Because the movie. No, no, no. no. I'm just uh, telling where the story's going. Okay. Like, at the very end of his journey of recording stuff, he wants to go listen to his brother. Uh, he, there's one tape, one cassette recording of his brother, and he that's what he wants to listen to well, at, at the at the very end. Which, right? by the way, yeah, like, holy crap! Was that song amazing? Oh yeah, the song was good. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's great. Yeah. Um. What comes after that? The from that point on, the, I think the I think it might be the last twenty minutes of that movie. No, so that moment that you are talking about, forty minutes left in the movie. Perfect. Yeah, that last okay, it's literally half of the movie. The yeah. last half of this movie it makes up for all that you just watch. It, mm-hmm. It's literally like a big setup for this freaking storyline. Yes, which I thought was like, oh my god, like. Mm-hmm. And at that point, mm-hmm. so much happens in the movie, like after that, I, we're not gonna talk about it, but I'm I'm telling you, so much happens in the movie at the and it's one of those movies it starts off where you're like it's so kid friendly, it's such a cookie cutter. Yeah. He's probably like like you just said, he's probably not even gonna get the surgery. Like yeah. they're going like, we figured out a cure. Yes, exactly. Or something. I thought that. I thought that too. But at the at the start of where I'm talking about and the like, next the, the next 20 minutes let's say 30 minutes i'm, I'm positive I'm like, it's 40 i'm at the point where i'm like he better fucking lose his hearing like <laughs> he better lose his hearing uh, cuz if he doesn't lose his hearing this is all worth nothing he learns nothing and it's the, the story is crap like uh, he, i i am rooting for this kid to get that surgery and lose that goddamn hearing <laughs> he like so much happens in this movie <laughs> like i really can't even talk about it but like there's a change in him like there like it's weird it's weird where it's like that denial sets in hard, yeah, and he's confronted with it, and it's like, oh man, like you better like you now you need to lose your hearing, yeah because your your life is crap and it's gonna Keep getting crappier, yeah, <laughs> and this is not going to help. I mean, I don't know if I agree with the whole "you have to lose your hearing" thing. No, but as, as a st- in the story sense, like okay. if you would have if you would have not lost his hearing in the story, I see what you mean now. I'm like,
1: oh, like it completely undoes everything the character has gone through. Exactly, like yeah, it's okay. like. It's like, I thought oh, you were, man. like, specifically you yourself wanted this kid to lose his hearing because you hated him, not because no, no, no. the story demands it.
0: No, no, no. The story demands, and the audience demands, yes. like, he has to lose his hearing. Like, it has to be, he has to be faced with a, a problem that he cannot deny, that he cannot run away, that he cannot forget. Right. And then he has to live with. Yes. And it's one of those things where it's like, the story device in the beginning... It's so like kid, young adult book novel, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of thing where at the point where it's like, okay, like I know where this is going, yeah. And I see going back to the the subversion of it. Mm -hmm. This is subversion in in a higher form than than definitely maybe did, where it's like leading you down a path where at the very end you're like, it turns the audience onto something else. It, uh, okay. I can. I agree dis- with you. I can. I don't want to compare it to this, but I compare it to like exper- an experience. Okay. Okay. For me, the, I had a similar experience when, um, you remember, um, you remember in the Joker. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay. <laughs> there, the it's a good movie up until and then. But then um, you're you're meeting all these characters and whatever. Yeah, and it's a, it's a good, it's okay movie. Yeah, you're, you're like oh, okay. It's pretty well, good. Movie. I didn't feel that way, but okay. In the bear, in the first part of the movie, it's really really good, or whatever. It, it, it's it's pretty good, and then you get to the part where he's on the show. Mm-hmm. The, oh the, yeah, So the climax. The the climax of the movie and Robert De Niro's character, you didn't hate him. You didn't really see him as a villain. Really no. like you kind of just he was like a. I he, felt indifferent towards him. Feeling different Doing towards him. But during the interview, did you or did you not want him to get shot? Oh, hell yeah. The I want story demanded sh- that he get yes, shot. Yes. Just like that, the audience just turns like, hmm, you got to shoot that dude. <laughs> 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 that dude you got you to gotta stick that I'm gun th- in that guy's head and boom. Yeah. Ultimate Playlist of Noise did that for me where it's like at the very end, I'm like, I need to see him. Like I need I to see, need see his life without <laughs> yeah. hearing. Yeah, I need to see it. Like I don't care. I don't I, I'm indifferent about the character. Yeah. But okay. the story has demanded that I need to That's see That's I need to see it. I think it's to the point where like you almost don't care about the romance effect of it. Uh-huh. It I literally it. like you were you came in for romance and then you came in you left with something else. Yes. And I was like it's kind of like unexpected death, and that's depth bo- or depth. death. No depth. <laughs> and there's also a bit of death in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> with both of them, it was and un- death. <laughs> both of them was unexpected death. Uh-huh. I feel like uh, definitely maybe. Spoiler alert! He he's talking about the the good ending was Abigail having Abigail Breslin in his right. life, and then in this one, the uh, unexpected death is. Him dealing with the denial. Right. And I think that's that's why I think like, I
1: I enjoy the movie, but at the same time, I don't like it for what it is. I don't <laughs> think that this movie should be marketed as a romance movie. <laughs> I think it should be marketed as just a drama because it's what it is. It's a yeah. drama. And and goddamn, yeah. like, the acting is not special. The directing is not special. The writing is uh, okay. I will,
0: I will say the, go- the main actor. Yeah is the better actor even from the parents
1: i hated the parents first off like this movie turned me off so badly because the parents were so freaking ridiculously annoying mm. and i slightly changed my opinion at the ending but i still don't like them yeah like they did i think they did their job correctly which is me not liking them they wanted us not to like the parents yeah and to feel so upset to kind of get your comeuppance at the end and be like ha you were rude to these people, and you don't know the story. Yeah, and I think, I think it's fair for them to do that. But I still hated the parents. They were hmm. unrealistic. I think. Yeah. I think that's the problem. Is yes, no parent will ever say, "Yeah, go on a road trip by yourself." Yeah, I agree. And I don't think, but I also don't think a parent who has a kid who's going to go deaf, deaf in a less than a month will be like, "I don't care what you want in your life." To the last things to for you to Damn. hear, you're not going anywhere. I don't believe that. I don't believe yeah. both routes. And
0: even I think, with what happened. I think the mom was more like that and the dad stayed quiet for that reason. Because yes. I feel like he would have been like the person... Maybe if he would have waited a little bit longer, like the son, mm-hmm. he might have been a little bit more on board. Yeah, possibly. Uh, they also show this in the trailer. He kind of escapes out of his room. like okay. so. But anyways, uh, I feel like that was the dad's role. Like, like he was supposed to be the convincing parent. Right. And... Uh, <laughs> I mean, I feel like they do that a lot, where there's one convincing parent, where it's like, "Come on, yes. like you." Sometimes it's the mom. It's a sometimes cliche, it, yeah. It, it's a very cliche, and then you're right. Like there is a lot of cliches in the movie. where You're like, I hate these fucking parents.
1: But at the same time, this movie, like we like you're saying about the subversion thing, right? Is that like it turns everything on its head immediately about an hour into the movie, and you're like, "Whoa, wait a second, <laughs> what the hell is this movie really about?" Yeah, because. I, I gotta say, like the first hour is kind of typical of what you see. Mm-hmm. The entirety of the movie, the whole thing, I I made a, I made this joke in my head. This is like this is just fault the Fault in Our Stars Road Trip Edition. Yeah, because it doesn't necessarily have like a really happy ending, and it doesn't necess- and it's very realistic to what would happen in real life. Well, obviously, that's what realistic means, George. But still. I think it does it well, and I think the last forty minutes are a hundred percent worth it.
2: Mm-hmm. and
1: that's where I'm like I'm kind of in the middle with this one is like I love the last forty minutes. I hate I don't hate, but I really don't like the first hour, hmm. like even maybe the last like twenty minute like that like from minute forty to yeah. minute what sixty like is okay because like. They do do a little bit of, like, character building between the two characters, and there's some phone parts. Yeah. A lot of it is kind of just, like, a waste of my time. Like, I don't need an hour 40 movie for this. Like, you could have taken out a lot of the finding of stuff. Like, they the whole, like, montage thing of, like, here are the wind chimes. Here's the speaker going, like, 100 miles an hour, and, like, the, uh, the auctioneer going 100 miles an hour. Like, mm. okay, you don't really need that. I guess I understand <laughs> why it's there, but, like, there's something in this movie that could have been cut to make it more succinct and more enjoyable because i think a lot of people will get bored after an hour uh, like going into this movie that long i think it's if you don't buy into it in the first five minutes which i did like when they show like not really a spoiler first five minutes they show that he has a scar on his back yeah and I saw that, and I was like, oh, damn. This is going to be interesting. But also, it's a scar. Like, in my head, it's kind of a joke because it's like, oh, it's a scar no one really sees. Like, why are you being all upset about it? It's not like you have something on your face. Yeah. That's something to be really afraid of. But, like, it got me hooked, and I was like, okay, I want to see this character's journey. And this is before I even knew he went deaf because, keep in mind, I didn't know anything about this movie. Uh, Joey just said, this is the title of the movie. It's on Hulu. Watch it. And I was like, all right, fine. I'll watch it. And this movie... Is a roller coaster of emotions. <laughs> like, the, I can't stress this enough. Like the first person that comes to my mind of who would really enjoy this movie because it's exactly their kind of like romance is Angela. <laughs> <laughs> you said it, but you said it, but I wanted to finish my thought. Like Angela, you're listening to this podcast. Watch this movie. Yeah.
0: Everybody else. I mean, you should watch it just for the last 40 okay. minutes. I think everyone should watch this movie because it, it is one of those good movies you can watch on a date that you can talk about afterwards. And, and that, that and was the—that my point of the the whole genre. It's like, I want a romance movie where you can watch it. Like Casanova with uh, Casablanca was uh-huh. one of those movies mm-hmm. where you watch it and you're like, it was, it was a romance movie. Yeah. But at the same time, at the end, there's a war going on. And you're right. like, and at the end, you know, he lets her go. And everyone's like, what? what? How would he? You know why would he do that? You know. Mm-hmm. By that, the
1: way, Casanova with Heath Ledger also a pretty good. movie. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> well yeah, that, yeah. But anyways, uh, Casablanca is also one of those. It's one of those movies where you can talk about at the end. And I feel like the ultimate playlist of noise. There, like right now, we're not mentioning a lot of stuff that happens in the movie. Because I think I think we're doing this because we want you to watch this yeah, movie. Like at, I, at I the, the very end, there's a really good direction, directin, directional, I guess, yeah, directional. Sure. Uh, choice mm-hmm. there's a very good directional choice that they do at the very end and to like showcase something that happens mm. I really can't talk about it but if you watch it I think you'll know what I'm talking about as far as like I watched ar- the movie and I don't know what he's talking uh, about about auditory in the sense of that oh yes it, it, they do a really good job of that and it's something that I have not seen like I think I, I th- have I don't think I have oh can't even describe it because i'll yeah i know there
1: there is i have seen it in different and other areas and like tv shows mostly i don't think i've seen it in a movie i have seen it in comic books when that kind of thing happens Mm -hmm. like i I, will probably talk about this off podcast because i do want to get into that one um like there i know what you're talking about and it does it really well and Mm -hmm. i noticed it i freaking noticed it and i wrote it down on my list that like it's it's a smart choice on mm-hmm. sound editing and on, like you're saying, like the director understood, the writer understood, they were had a clear idea of what they wanted to do, and they nailed it. Yeah. At the end of the day, like I do think that people need to watch this movie because you have a Hulu subscription.
0: <laughs> oh, also, there was uh, multiple forms of love in this movie. Oh, I agree. For the love of music. Yes. The love of that... Uh, Punk rock band, the uh, the or the yes the I can't artist. Think her name I can't civil Sy- oh, Sylvia something something like that. Yeah. Uh there's the love of like brotherly love yes <laughs> Philadelphia yeah, and then there's um love between the parents and the child right maternal maternal Fr- like and then with the friends like yes. like they there's a moment the moment at the end that I'm talking about they really come
1: they they really nailed it out of the park like yeah, and that
0: really made me feel like. They,
1: like, in this world, they're legitly friends because of what they did for him.
0: Yeah, and then the actor did a really good job of, like, smiling through the pain, kind of. Yeah. And I was like, wow, really good choice. Good choice by the director and everybody. And even the actor kind of, kind of, even nailing that kind of emotion home. Mm-hmm. Where he's just kind of just smiling, right? Yeah. And I was like, that's perfect. Like, you don't need to be like, ha, 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 ha. Like, you don't go, don't need to overact. Don't need to underact. Just, you he, he kind of way he rode that wave like right down the middle mm-hmm. um but yeah there's like a whole bunch of different stuff uh as far as like emotion and love and no stuff yeah like that. i agree
1: I, Th- there's a lot of levels
0: yeah yeah there's a lot of levels but i guess if i had to pick if i had to give this uh movie a score unfortunately because it is an hour full of like kind of eh Mm-hmm. I give it a six point. It's a solid six. I'm not even gonna get a six point something. It's just solid six. It doesn't go anything below. It doesn't go anything above. I, I kind of almost agree with you because, like that first hour
1: it's not bad. It's also not, not worth it. It's not like, like I was saying earlier, like you could have cut some of it to make this movie. a Are better you saying movie.
0: the ending's not worth what you see in that?
1: No, album? like the first hour will turn a lot of people off if they're not. If, if one, you're not into romance movies. If two, you're not into being patient and listening to me and Joey and, and telling you that the last 40 minutes are worth it. And then three, if you're just not into the movie to start off with, then it's going to be tough for you to try to stay there. Like, I agree. Like, this movie is probably, like... It... It would be... It would be difficult for me to say that it's a 7. I feel like it's a 6.7, honestly. I mean, ironically, like... Rotten Tomatoes has it at a 42, and IMDb has it at 6.5. Okay. Like, Rotten Tomatoes, I think, is a little bit rough on this movie. <laughs> I don't think it's a 42, like I, I or whatever. Yeah, 42. Yeah. I honestly think this movie, for Rotten Tomatoes, should have scored this at least a 55. Because this movie is very watchable. Like, it's not like there's bad acting, or there's weird stylistic choices in the movie, yeah. or, like, the story is boring. Like, no. Nah. Like, it's worth it. This is a real story that I agree with, and I... I feel like people need to watch this to really, really understand the stuff we're talking about. Like, if and when we ever do a revisited podcast, I want this one to be a movie that we come back and talk about, so we can talk about the small details.
0: The 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 last forty minutes. Like, so we can talk
1: about the last forty minutes because it is so good. Like, I paused it, I think, like right before the that like moment happens in the movie. Yeah. And I was like, I turned to Danielle. Like, dude, this movie is kind of like whack. Like, it's nothing special. And she's like, Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, like, it's kind of boring, and these characters are kind of boring. And and then, like, boom, that moment happens, and I was like, oh, damn, I am in. This should have been the movie from the beginning. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Like, it's too long for background information.
0: But I still think it's worth a watch. Okay. So, before we end the podcast, what is, like, your legit, like, okay, if I'm talking about my preference of, like, movies to watch on Valentine's Day for, like, if you're in a couple... Like or if you if you're a, if you are a couple and you want to watch it with somebody, what would you pick? I already got mine. Like my number one go-to movie to watch with a significant other. Like that you would recommend. You're like, "Hey, this one, psh, solid. It always work, it not always works, but like like it's it's always enjoyable by everybody and it, like you'll like it." Um it's kind of a cop-out
1: answer cuz we've talked about it, but I'm going to throw it out there and that's about time. Okay. I mean, like, the stories. Sure seen that coming. <laughs> I, like, I really do love that story. It's just that my kind of romance movies that I enjoy, yeah. not not necessarily, like, happy ending kind of a thing. And that's not right. something you should watch with a girl. Like, for example, I was going to ask you the question of what's your favorite romance movie. Okay. And I, I was going to argue that my favorite romance movie is Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind okay because like (laughs) it's very real it's not really about romance yeah and it's kind of also about romance at the same time
2: yeah
1: and it's extremely well done and confusing but I think the movie is just hands down a perfect romance movie it's it's like if you want realism which is something I I kind of like sometimes out of my movies yeah I think that movie's perfect okay um but no about time I think is the the most fun version of the movie to like, like to watch and enjoy and have fun on Valentine's Day if you're watching a movie with your significant other. Yeah. Why? What did you got?
0: Oh, The Lorax. No I'm kidding. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> a freaking right. Danny DeVito movie? No, get <laughs> out of here. Doctor Seuss did not like that movie.
1: Uh, he rolled over in his grave for
0: sure. <laughs> I think he did that with Cat in the Hat. But... Oh, I mean, he did that with <laughs> Cat in the Hat for sure too. That's a good uh, point. <sighs> I don't know why, but I feel like it's one of those movies where it's entertaining for both. Even though I'm pretty sure one side really likes this, but Baby Driver for some reason. Really? You think that's a romance movie? I think it's a good movie. Yeah, because it's about him taking care of that girl at the end. Hmm, I see. Or if it's not that, then Perks would be in a wallflower. Ooh, wallflower. Ooh,
1: good answer. Good answer. You hate the song, though. Angelo drove you crazy with it. I did. Yeah,
0: I, I hate the song. I don't watch it because of that. <laughs> I don't watch that movie All because, because of
1: that. because of Come On, Eileen, Come
0: On. Yeah, it would have been my number one if it would Yeah, for real. So what is your favorite uh, romance movie? La La Land.
1: Duh. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> <All> <laughs> I right. didn't
0: mention that one because I'm like, I don't think everyone's going to like it or or dig it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also Coming By Your Name and The Is Born. Right, I wanted to
1: watch... Call me by your name because I haven't watched it. We might save it. Really? Yeah, no, I've told you this a few times. Like, I've wanted to watch it. You and Wendy have said so much about it that I want Oof. to watch maybe, it. Maybe you shouldn't watch it now. Why? Because you guys have said so much? You know I don't care. Oh, okay. I don't buy into hype things. Um, but I was going to ask you, like, what is what is your opinion on some mm-hmm. of the most <laughs> popular romance movies? So, for example, the number one movie that always comes up on everybody's list of the best, best of best is it, there's a two-way tie 10 things I hate about you no <laughs> <laughs> no that's just Wendy uh, the Titanic All oh, right. right okay. and the notebook
0: haven't seen the notebook so I can't really oh around.
1: you've never seen it really no oh, I wow. mentioned
0: this this part of the movie's like are you serious that's your, yeah. <laughs> we should have, that should be the title of the podcast like, yeah. are, are you serious? serious Joey yeah you've never seen Mean Girls <laughs> I haven't Uh, Titanic too long but yeah three <laughs> hours, right? Yeah. I remember this is the, the VHS, the DNA, yeah, dating ourselves, <laughs> two VHSs to watch this movie. Yeah. Are you crazy? Are the only other I movie remember that? Do when, that I remember when it was cut down to I, one. I remember the scene that's cut, like oh really? When you have to switch the VHS. I don't, I don't remember what was it because uh, I ended up watching it like two or three times because it, it was super. It was the height of its popularity, and uh-huh. I was I was a young kid having to watch whatever was on. Yeah, it was when the water seeps in through the boat
1: ah okay that's
0: a really climactic part someone edited that wrong <laughs> no because then that's when everything starts drowning mm. and, and then the the second half of the movie is uh everything's coming down oh okay the first I mean, half of it is never mind up, then, then getting that. on the editor boat did and... a good job yeah <laughs> oh what were you gonna say
1: oh the only other movie that i think about that has that like two vhs thing was gladiator really that's the only one that i can think of oh, scarface sorry. scarface had two vhs's mm-hmm. oh, i don't remember that, that, that big box I only remember those two
0: but okay but anyways so what do I think about it or what yeah like okay so
1: you've watched Titanic yeah it is considered one of the best romance movies mm-hmm. what do you what do you value this movie as
0: like a score because I don't want to do that okay no <laughs> just opinion just opinion I think it's one of those it, one it's too long so mm-hmm. uh, I think you'll get bored if you're watching with somebody mm-hmm. uh, especially if it's just two of you it's definitely one of those movies that is it is a classic mm-hmm but it is a classic in its time, and it's okay. slowly losing its time. Like people are moving past mm, it a okay. little bit. It's okay. it's kind of it's like, like I've mentioned it like four times already. Casablanca. Mm-hmm. No one really talks about that movie. Why? Because it's gone a little bit past its time. No one's living in a war anymore. Or, mm. or uh, <laughs> well, at least we're not living in a war. <laughs> no one. No one's getting on a plane and he's like, here's looking at you, kid. Yeah. And like, the you, people okay. don't even say that phrase anymore. Like. <laughs> No one says he was looking at you. Anyway. Nobody says that. <laughs> so, I mean, it's one of those things that's it's passing its time. Mm-hmm. Uh, most people have commented on it. It's like, Psh, there was room enough for that thing. Or, like, yeah. on, on that door. Like, I would not have dropped that jewelry. Like, what the heck? She's dumb. Yeah. Like,
1: stuff it's like still that. part of our, like, popular, popular culture zeitgeist, I think.
0: It is still. It's very much so. It won't leave for another, I don't want to say, like, 10 years. Mm-hmm. But. Notebook is right behind it, I feel. Yeah, where it's losing popularity. We're not necessarily losing popularity, but less and less people are relating to it as much. You
1: know what's funny? I wish, I wish we had like people that, that we knew people who were younger than us. Because like right now, the like, immediate thing that I thought of is, like, I thought about your sister, and I was like, I wonder what your sister thinks is the best romance movie. Twilight. Jesus oh, fucking Christ. No, please, no. no. Do you really think that's what her answer would be?
0: I think so I picture? hope that your
1: sister is listening to this podcast and goes screw you Joey I hate that story no how about we find out okay we'll we find out Um, <clears throat> I'll fill up the dead noise a little bit I wanna go ahead and bring a few movies to attention that I think are romance movies that I think a lot of you may have or may, or may have not watched the one I did mention was Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind which I think is absolutely freaking fantastic like Jesus that movie is a mind f hey, of a movie hey
0: Gabby Hey. Do you have a minute? Mm-hmm. Okay, uh you're you're on my podcast right now. You put uh, it
1: louder. Put it on the speaker okay. louder.
0: Right. And then put it closer you, to the mic. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, what would you consider the best romance movie? Um, I don't know. Just we, pick it like a love movie. We put her on the spot she has no answer. I don't know. I can't think right now. Oh my god. No. We we need a generation movie cuz <laughs> And we said Titanic. I've never seen that movie. What? <laughs> that's crazy. See, that's exactly the kind of thing I was gonna okay, say. Okay. Okay. I t- I told him that you would say Twilight. Oh, Twilight's a good one. No, Gabby. <laughs> no. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Bye.
1: Okay. Bye. She said Twilight. <laughs> if you couldn't hear her, she's, Joey asked her the question, and she said, like, "Oh, that's actually a good one." <laughs> Gabby has lost all my respect. Not that she cares. <laughs> she probably looks at me and is like, tri- I don't give a crap. Hasn't
0: seen Titanic. Hasn't seen uh,
1: The Notebook. The Notebook, probably. Yeah. I, I, Like I was saying, like I think there's a lot of movies that maybe a lot of people haven't watched. Like One of the movies that I think people don't think of when it comes to romance movies is Moonrise Kingdom.
0: Moonrise Kingdom. Oh, yeah. That's a really good one. And that movie's Ooh, fantastic.
1: Grand Budapest Hotel, dude. Yeah. And then like a few. Anyway, Sanderson film. Like, and one that we haven't mentioned that I think is at the top of a lot of people's list that people, I don't even think you've watched is uh, Brokeback Mountain.
0: Oh, yeah, Wendy watched it. She said it was pretty good.
1: Yeah, like, that movie is really good. I watched it uh, one night by myself, like, because it was on TV, and it was fantastic. I only know that one line from that
0: movie. I don't know how to quit you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how to quit you. Yeah, I, I forgot why that came. I think it was like a, a family guy made like a parody of it or something like that. That's the
1: thing with romance movies. I think they're the most parodied <laughs> things in the world. Yeah,
0: it was like, why won't you let me quit you? Yeah.
1: <laughs> and like, like, although we make fun of it and we laugh and it's silly, it's because we're thinking of all the parodies. But it, at that time, like watching that movie, it is powerful. Jake Gyllenhaal and Heath Ledger knock it out of the damn park. Even Renee Zellweger. No, that's not their name. What's her name? The girl that won Michelle Williams. Michelle Williams. Thank you. I was like, she's gonna. She won for her Manchester by the Sea. Um, she didn't win.
0: She didn't win. She. she's one of those people that has never won. What? Along I thought she won for that world. She's, a, she's the Glenn Close of our generation.
1: Damn, that sucks. Because that movie, she killed it. She did a really good job in that movie. Yeah. Um, movie overall, not that great though. <laughs> but I do think that there's what
0: a, that movie was great. It
1: wasn't great, man. I love that, movie that movie has momentary. I love that greatness. movie, dude. It's well, a really sucks. good movie. It's not a great movie. It's barely passable as a movie. Are you serious? There's great moments, but other than that, it's pretty just frustrating. That movie.
0: Oh my god, dude! That movie is such. It's so good. I which don't is know, also I,
1: kind of a, like a, not about romance, but it, it it's has a, like about, about grief.
0: Grief. And it's like, about grief. Yeah,
1: and loving things, which is like kind of why I would say. I would <sighs> it. Oh my god! I
0: don't. You know why she? You know why she <laughs> deserved an Oscar for that? Or why she deserved that nomination Mm. is because that whole movie is they name drop her so much and they name drop that situation the situation that happens in the movie and they're like talking about it a lot and at that point when the at her scene when it happens and when you finally get to meet her it's that moment where you're like finally i get i got a face to the name Mm -hmm. and you kind of and you're slowly figuring out what happened that night yes and you're kind of and you're wondering, like, and you find out what happens that night, and then you find out what she thinks, and you and you think, like, oh my god, like, I bet she's angry. You, how is she feeling? Yeah. And it, and she delivers on that emotion where, um, I really can't give it away because there's some people that might not have watched this movie, but you, you're waiting for her reaction to to the situation, and you, they've talked about it for so long now. You're wondering what is her emotion. And then when she gives her little speech, I think it's like two, three minutes, but you get her reaction to it and you kind of like, it's it's so unexpected. And, and it's unexpected for the audience and it's unexpected for the actor because mm-hmm. he's been going for, through so much grief and he, again, denial comes up again. Yeah, He kind of just shakes his head, no, like stop, like please don't. Mm-hmm. And it's it's one of those moments where like, Even though you might not have gone through it, you can kind of connect to it. You can connect to a moment where you're like, someone is like being vulnerable to you, and you're in such pain that you kind of reject it. And that, to me, is why that movie works so well. And and, I don't know, it's a
1: great movie. I I mean, you're talking about like I said, I think it has great moments. I think it has great acting. I think overall. The story is just yeah, the story is good, but I think the movie is just too long for what's going on. Oh my god, George! Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, I just think it's too long. I get, I when I watched it, I watched it for the Oscars. I thought it was going to be great. I heard a lot of things coming out of it about Casey Affleck being awesome, and yeah, it was awesome. Michelle Williams killed it. The little what was that kid who like got nominated uh, so many Lucas,
0: times? Um, Lucas, something.
1: Yeah, well, like he was just annoying the whole time,
0: and I didn't really even like him. And like, <sighs> there's like he's co- he's coming out on the French exit. And oh, is it's he? A, it, it's a movie that's in the Golden Globes. Right. It looks pretty good.
1: Isn't that a remake of a, of a play? Isn't it a play?
0: The French Exit? Yeah, I I'm pretty sure no it's a clue. Play.
1: I don't know. I do want to let you guys know that next week we are going to be watching HBO Max movies. You know. Yeah, we are. We're watching. Uh, we're doing the Black History Month episode.
0: Oh, right. Right. Well, They're all on HBO. Oh, you're
1: right. No, it's not. One's on Amazon. I believe. <laughs> yeah, I was like... Well, one what? of them is on HBO Max and the yeah. other one, I think, is on Amazon. Yeah. Uh, the movies are going to be... One Night in Miami, which has been nominated for Golden Globes on this podcast. We give too much about these (laughs) awards uh, movies. The award season, yeah. So we're going to be watching that movie, directed by Regina King, who's an amazing actress, probably going to be a great director. The other movie we were watching is Judas and the Messiah.
0: And the Black Messiah.
1: And the Black Messiah, correct. And that movie looks incredible, and that was the one that comes out on HBO,
0: right? That's an HBO Max movie. That comes out on Friday. I mean... Yeah, Friday on the 12th.
1: I can't wait to watch this movie. If you guys can, go ahead and get your HBO Max subscriptions <laughs> even for this week. Use like the fourth email because that... And trust me, you're going to use your your fourth email that you have just for subscriptions just to get the free trial. And yeah. you're going to be like, damn, I don't want to get rid of this.
0: Yeah, for real, man. I, I forgot what I was watching. I was watching Succession. Mm. I've been watching Succession a yeah. lot more. I've been
1: wanting to watch it because uh, the Colkin kid is in it. I've
0: been watching a lot of movies, dude. Like, yeah. I've been watching a lot of movies, and I, I kind of want to stop because I know we we need to watch them for this. But I don't know. Maybe I'll watch them again. Like, The Little Things, I'm definitely going to watch it again.
1: I can't wait to watch that movie, too. Also on HBO Max movie. Um, we'll, do I, like,
0: we'll do, like, a movie that's – because it's, it's gone on the 28th. So like, Oh,
1: damn. i got to really watch that fast. So maybe we can watch it
0: – Look out, people! We
1: might do it on March first or something. Yeah, keep a lookout on it. Make sure you guys try to watch it. If you do get made, HBO Max, watch all of their original movies that have been coming out. They are they are on there. Trust me, you're probably not going to want to get rid of HBO Max once you try the free trial. It's worth it, as yeah. you know a bunch.
0: Anyways, well, that's all we got for you guys. I hope you guys liked our suggestions. We didn't give that many other ones. I mean, I mentioned a couple of like mom rom coms mm-hmm. for all you guys out there. If you guys want to like watch a movie with your girl. That's- do that, you know, maybe, you know, get some chocolate strawberries or something like that and watch some of these movies, they're really great. Uh you guys can rent a movie or decide together. Maybe yes. or be like, "Hey, you want to try that free trial that I heard the podcasters talk about a lot?" Mm-hmm. And you guys can watch the little things.
1: Yep, or watch any of the movies we talked about. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless of Mind, Moonrise Kingdom, uh one Twilight, we, Twilight, a few that we <laughs> didn't mention. <laughs> Shape of Water, which is also a romance movie. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. And then I had one. I Call Me By
0: it. Your Name uh, is also pretty good. La La Land. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Star is Born It's also pretty Star good. If, is born. if you haven't watched it by now, it's lame. The fourth <laughs> freaking remake of this movie already. Yeah, yeah. But thank you for listening, guys. And uh, go watch the movies.